frankly, I can't even believe we're even here doing this right now. Well, I had to take my hands are uh, aching from 26 straight hours. 26 straight hours. Mm-hmm. You've played 26 straight hours and of Fallout 4 since it came out. Hours. Well, there's a, uh, a time, time travel feature, which I'm really enjoying. Well, I could use that. Yeah, well, see, that's why I get so many hours. What I mean, I'm shocked is that you've played 26 hours and you're only one step ahead of me, who's only played five. Uh, I'm enjoying the ride. You know what? <laughs> like Yoda says, O-O-Y-L. No, he does not say that. Oil. And what does that stand for, Brent? Only once you live. That's ah, so stupid. That's great. You like my shirt? That's exactly what your shirt said. No, I understand why you're saying it right now, but for the listeners at it's home. because I'm saying the same thing that's on my shirt because they can't see it. And also, you didn't get it. I also did not get it. Yeah. That's true. I got my Fallout shirt on. You do? My Vault Boy shirt. Vault Boy. Uh, I'm playing as Vault Girl. So. Um, I am playing as two characters. One is a Vault Boy and one is a Vault Girl. I was amazed. I mean, I don't think my guy looks exactly like me, but he's close enough that I'm happy yeah, he's when I look ugly. at it. He's kind of ugly. He's hideous. Yeah. yeah, I put scars all over his face, right. and he's got these ugly glasses oh, on pretty much. and a stupid beard. So he looks just like me. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. I got to try to find a Detroit cap in all of the uh, Boston Institute Commonwealth wasteland. Yeah. Then we're in good shape. Then we're in shape. <laughs> I feel like we're both tired just from playing Fallout. We're exhausted. Well, we went to the late night release last night. Mm-hmm. Well, normally a midnight release, but now they get around it with the 9 p.m. release. You called them and you said, hey, I'm old. Do it at 9. I'm old, please. For the love of God, I moved to the West Coast because I'm old. I don't, I'm not spry anymore. I can't do these midnight releases for the Halos and the other such nonsense. This is an old person game. Let me have it early. And they said, yes, my son, we will let you have it early. I have no idea where I'm going with that. So what have you done so far that's been exciting in the game? Um, you played already, 26 already, and a half hours. So. I already got to kill a death claw. I mean, that's usually like a later in the game that you don't even try. You stay away from the... De- oh, there's death claws over there. All right, I'm going to come back there later. Did you like when the death claw pops out in like basically the first hour of playing? Yeah, <laughs> And he pops very... out, there's a big skull next to his name being like, yeah, dude, it's and, legit. And you have to... You can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to skip you right now. Well, you no. can. No, you can't. You can leave. You don't have to finish the mission. Well... Yeah, I guess, but you have to finish. You got your the power mission. armor later, bees. You have to finish, have to, finish to, to move on to the next mission. Nah, I bet it's like any other Fallout game. You can just leap, leapfrog ahead if you know where to go. I bet. Mm, I don't think so. For a game that looks this big, I bet you because, people are going to be able to beat it look, in like 70 this is not minutes. A big spoiler. Like, uh, the, These are not spoilers. This is the first no. hour of the game, yeah, and the they've guys, shown you all of this the in guys, the previews. The guys you're saving in that uh, little museum, the Minutemen, the Minutemen, they will not go to the next town where you need to generate stuff until you did that mission. Sure. I feel like that mission is the one. Who says you need that town? It's Fallout, man. You don't need nothing. What if you just walked in there and killed them all? I bet you can. Probably could. Kill Preston Garvey and the the weird, like, uh, seer chick. Who says I didn't? Well, I know you didn't. Or do I? Or do you? (laughs) Oh, no! Choices, man. It's Fallout. You can do whatever you want. My second run through, I'm definitely killing all those guys. The second I get to the building, I'm going to kill them. They're super annoying. I like Preston Garvey, though. I hear he might be a follower. It's a fake name, dude. I hear he might be a follower. Hmm. A companion. Maybe. If he's like Boone, you can't kill him. Except I totally killed Boone. I killed Boone. Yeah. Anyway, Fallout 4, everybody. You got to love it. Uh, we're here begrudgingly. If we were, if we had our choice, for Hurry you, to, up, Ray. For you the people, we are here because we'd we'd rather be playing Fallout. It's it's occupied a space in our lives now, like a child would or a small dog named Dog. That's correct. Actually, his name is his name is not Dog. What starts as Dog? Isn't it Dog Meat? Well, his name. Then you get told it's Dog Meat by yeah. the uh, the seer chick in yeah. the uh, the Minutemen. Okay, so check this out. The witch, the witch. What is the 
appropriate name. You get to name your character too. What is the appropriate name for the Vault Girl? Because I have the correct name for the Vault Girl. The correct name for the Vault Girl? Mm-hmm. Is it Nora? No. No. Um, I mean, the one that you're going to name. Oh, they're not the one that they, they apply it if you yeah. play as the dude. Right. You're talking about which? what would be the name for the Vault Girl? Yeah. Well, mine's name was Rose, hmm. which I think is a good name. Hmm. I think it's supposed to be Jack. Thank you. <sighs> How could I have gotten it so wrong? Yeah. <laughs> How could I have gotten it so wrong? Uh, uh, a hero of the show, Courtney Taylor, who did the voice of Jack in Mass Effect, also does the female Vault Dweller main character. So my character... Jack. Oh, I screwed that up. You I got to go back down and start you did. over. You got to start over. Oh gosh. <laughs> you don't know my uh, you know my male uh, character's name is? Mm, Shepherd. Shepherd. Dax Shepherd. It's Dax Shepherd. No, I, it's, it's believe it or not it's Ray. Get out of here. That's what I just I'm so boring. I just named it after myself cuz I like hearing people say my name, Brent. Nice. So we do. Hey everybody. It is funny though, you know that the the Codsworth, the robot is is like, "Hello Jack." Like, he's like Jack. he knows. He knows. But uh, you've made it all the way to episode 113 of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we, uh, we got Fallout 4 on the brain right now. So it's probably going to be copious. Hurry Fallout. up! Yeah. Fallout uh, memories and things throughout the game. If you're not already playing this game, what's wrong with you? I need pizza and uh, Red Bull and Fallout 4. In that order. Stat! Stat. That means... Right away. Yeah. Well, as soon as I get home tonight, I'm going to be firing it right back up again, and I'll be playing it till I Too pass sweet. out. And I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. At once. And I'm going to play it more, because it's so good. Immediatamente. There you go. In any case, we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. We talked a little about Fallout. We got to talk about NFL Week 9. Well, I got caught up on The Walking Dead, Brent. Oh, I'm not a slacker butt like you. last week. Well, that's great. Good for you. We did that. You, what, do you want a cookie? You did what you're supposed to do a week late? Yeah. Where's my thank you? Where's uh, my you parade? Thank you. In fact, you get a you get a fine for like being a week late. You know what? That's fine. Mm-hmm. We also got to talk about a certain NCAA uh, football game. I'm sure you have no interest in whatsoever. Mm. A certain team got f- highway robbery against them. Mm. Certain team got uh, later karma. That's what I would call it. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. One team pooped the bed in the Big Ten yeah. against a team that was red, and we're going to be all over it. So let's just go ahead and lo- lo- launch it up. Let's do some NFL. You ready? Yeah. Let's do it after three seconds of the Ink Spots. I don't want to set the world on fire. This was the worst week of the most boring, it not was, exciting. It was kind of boring. The there were some there good was games. No Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, well, no, that made it more interesting. And no Detroit Lions. That made it less interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the Lions, I mean, to be fair, we don't, we're not good this year, like Abvo. What? But, yeah. Well, you're not good either, D, so don't even what? try. Uh, we beat you by five touchdowns, so, you know. You did? Hashtag better than you. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> are you hearing me say that we're better than you? Well. We well, obviously are not. Okay. I'm losing that bet. Well, you said my team. Get the Amir Abdullah my, picture ready. You said my team is terrible. Or you, you said are your terrible. Team's, you said your team's terrible, and I said I agreed with you. I don't know why you. Oh, your your team's not good either. You That's got right. all mad, like. <laughs> what was but that? your team's not good either. From like a 1970s cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, neither of our teams are good. We could just em- 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 uh, embrace the my positive. Team could still make the playoffs. They won't. Oh, but they stop could. it! They cannot make the playoffs. Get out of here. You're right. It's exactly like your fantasy team in our league. Wow, <laughs> it's happening. I keep. Getting so I screwed. set that up right. Keep getting screwed. Uh, so anyway, we open up. You're right, though. There, there, there were a lot of very bad games this week. Just not yeah, interesting. Yeah, they Just weren't. Yeah. Pedantic. You've got the Cincinnati Bengals opening on Thursday night against the Cleveland Browns. Johnny Manziel, what did we learn about Johnny football? Brent. He's, he's 
money, dude. He's money? That's what we learned? <laughs> he should go back to the money sign. He's so money. He's so money? If by that you mean he's broke. He's so money he's and no one else money. knows it. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows that Johnny Menzel is money. Johnny Menzel put up about the performance that you'd expect. It was ridiculously close. 14 to 10 at the half. Everybody's sitting around being like, Johnny football. Johnny cakes. Here he comes. Look out, everybody. And then, no, 31-10 is your final score. Yeah, I mean, look, it's always going to be a little bit closer. It's an it's a in-state game. In-state, in-division. Yeah, in-division. Gotta love it. But Cincinnati was always going to win that game. Oh, That course. was never in doubt. Uh, moving on, Buffalo beats Miami. My Miami Dolphins, man, they look so good for a couple of weeks there, and now you know what though? That's, isn't that what happens? You get a, you get an interim coach for two weeks. You play really well, and then you go back to the terrible team that you are, which is why your coach got fired yeah. in the first place. I also just think the Bills just match up super well with the uh, Dolphins. Maybe the Bills' uh, offense uh, defensive line is super super strong, and so they're le- not like, giving Tannehill enough time to actually like get any passes off. But then you turn around, and the uh, strengths of Buffalo's offense. Um, Miami's really good up the middle, and then Tyrod Taylor just runs around it and can make a whole bunch of plays with his feet. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, they ended up basically doubling him up. It was 33 to 17, so basically a double up. Yeah. Happens. Carolina, how about this? Green Bay. When the schedule makers and the referees <laughs> don't all side with Green Bay and decide that they're going to do everything in their power to coddle them, Green Bay bleeping sucks. This team is... The defense that I thought they had coming into the season, suddenly we're seeing it. Carolina's not exactly known as a potent offense. 37 points. Yeah, Wheels are falling off the wagon as they got absolutely manhandled by Denver and then turned around in that game. 37-29 was the final score. That game was not as close as it should have been. And Aaron Rodgers even had a chance down the field, and he threw an interception at, what, the two-yard line? Yeah. So Green Bay had every chance to come back, but Carolina was up big. They were up like 37 to. 14 or something silly like that at one point. I mean, it was gross. And here's Carolina. My pick. How about that? My pick. Carolina legit. Still undefeated. Atlanta, man. They're falling apart, too. Atlanta as well, yeah. My pick. They're still, you know, they still will make the playoffs, probably. You cannot lose to the San Francisco 49ers and leave me thinking you're going to make the playoffs. I feel like of any of the teams (laughs) that are going to collapse. Atlanta? I just think they're going to score. How are they not now? Well, because they're going to still score a bunch of points. That's why. Are they? And you know what? They lost. San Francisco's defense is terrible, and they worked 16 on them. They lost a top quarterback prospect from a couple years ago, Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. Thank you. Oh, wait. That proves the opposite of what you just said. (laughs) Now, road games are tough for the NFL. I don't know if you've heard me say that once or twice before. Every road game in the NFL is very, very hard to win. That being said, mm-hmm. you have to beat the San Francisco 49ers. With Blaine Gabbard starting? With Blaine Gabbard starting. Everyone else is. I actually just love the people who took Atlanta this week for their suicide pool. Oops. Spe- speaking of games that nobody saw coming, Tennessee Titans go on the road. New Orleans looks like they get their mojo back, especially at home. And they get punked by the Titans. And I watched most Titans. of this game. Titans look good. Like, where has this team been all year? This is, uh, But again, didn't you say it before? Team yeah. fires their coach. Yep. And they're going to they're gonna be good for two weeks. They're going to be good for two weeks. Mark it on the board. Tennessee Titans make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> they have two wins. They have two wins, both impressive. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, nothing much to say about some of these games. You got Minnesota over St. Louis in the Teddy Bridgewater got his butt handed to him game. Although they still won. They did still win, but he got knocked the bleep out. Like literally yeah. unconscious on the field. Not responsive. And they're just like, we should probably put him through the concussion protocol. Oh, you think? 
Yeah. Is it possible? Uh, New England Patriots stick it to Washington like everybody saw that coming. The Jacksonville Jaguars stick with the New York Jets, but the Jets beat them again, just like everybody saw coming. Hey, you know what? I wish we could go into a store and find some Star Wars merchandise. I know I mentioned that last night, but it's true. Can't people get excited about this? Can't they start promoting the movie? It's almost like it, nobody even knows this movie's coming out. They don't. Like, it's, how would I even know that there's a Star Wars a, movie happening? I believe happening? it's playing at the Lemleys. It's at play- the art house theaters. It's playing in 13 theaters nationwide. You have to drive quite a distance to get there. In any case, Pittsburgh gets over on Oakland by three points, 38-35. Maybe the most fun game of the day. That was an interesting game because the Raiders had a few chances to, to, to take that game, and they did not. The Raiders are kind of real but, this year, but, but you can't knock Big Ben out of the game and then not finish. Yeah, I know. But uh, that's, this, that's a learning game. Again, road games are hard. It was in Pittsburgh. That's a learning game. This Oakland Raiders team, I know you're going to hate to hear this. They're going to be good sooner rather than later. They're a lot like the Minnesota Vikings in my division. This is an up-and-coming team that I think everybody should have a reason to believe in, even if they're going to kind of slip now and then and lose a game maybe you're surprised by. Tampa Bay's magic, not enough, despite their uh, win last week against Atlanta. Maybe they're not that good. New York Giants come into Tampa Bay and maybe just kick their butts. Maybe Tampa Bay riding a little too high on the hog, beating the division rival on the road in Atlanta. Uh, Giants come in, and Eli Manning, man, looks every part of the $29 million a year that he is getting paid. No, he's not getting paid that much. But he <laughs> might as well be, right? He's making over 20, like 22 or something. Yeah. Uh, he comes in and wins right there. The, the Colts surprise the Denver Broncos. Is that a hangover game after they beat Green Bay? <sighs> yeah. Pillar to post? How about Andrew Luck now, though? Andrew Luck, he finished the game, though, didn't he? Yeah. He finished the game, looked strong, out two to six weeks. Lacerated spleen. Lacerated kidney and spleen, spleen or something kidney, like that? Spleen. Oh, my gosh. Andrew Andrew Luck was often being taken fifth overall in fantasy drafts this year. Yeah. He proceeds to not produce on any level and then get injured. This is why you can't trust fantasy projections, folks. That's why I'm super glad that with the fifth pick overall, I took C.J. Anderson. Oh, geez, oh, Pete. <laughs> not do that. I said you shouldn't do that. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, my pick to win the East over Dallas on the road. But Philadelphia and Dallas always win on the road against each other, don't they? Oh, yeah. It seems like they never win at home in that series. It's the weirdest thing. It's a bizarre thing. But how about Dallas right now? Two and six. (laughs) Your boys. Jerry Jones is. Can we just call it? Maybe. Hey, when you don't care about character and you Mm -hmm. sign people like Greg Hardy, to your team, and then they blow up on the sideline, and you lose six in a row after starting 2-0. and oh. I got three words for that. Sweet, sweet, sweet justice. justice. And then on Monday night, maybe the most interesting game of the week, Chicago Bears come from behind. Most interesting. See, that proves my point that this is a And it was not a good game. game. The San Diego Chargers, my boys, you can't win in San Diego, Woo. especially if you play hey, in the Ray, NFC. No. You know what? It's really hard to win at on the road. It is hard to win on the road. And then you've got Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler has won at, at Qualcomm and at Arrowhead this season. That's right. So, that proves that he can beat bad teams on the road in the AFC right. West. You know who can't beat bad teams on the road? Your Detroit Lions. Uh, you know who can't beat any team on the road? Your Detroit Lions. They can't win a game, period, right now. I mean, this schedule's been murderous, but also, we're not that good. Yeah. If everything was right in Detroit right now, uh, we would have a president, a GM, <laughs> and our offensive coordinator. I'm just saying. Is it, it's bad when the, ni- when the most interesting thing that happened all week 
uh, is the Detroit Lions cleaning house in their front office because nothing on the field was particularly riveting this week. Yeah. There were a couple of interesting games, but you can't really say they were good games. No. That San Diego-Chicago game was the most interesting. It, they were competitive games. Competitive okay, games. We'll say that. The, 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 the Eagles versus Cowboys game was interesting, only to see we weren't sure who Greg Hardy was going to punch next. Yeah. Yee. How about those pictures coming hey, out? Hey, you know what? And I was, oh, that was how, no, Anson. Before you say your thing, how is Greg Hardy still on a team right now? The, I don't get the, it. The Ray Rice thing happened with the video. When those pictures of Greg Hardy's incident came out, and we knew they would be bad, mm-hmm. we knew they were not good. When those pictures came out, how the heck did the Cowboys be like? We're giving him a second chance. We have pictures now. Nobody should be giving him a second chance. Yeah, he should not be on a team. He should not be in the league. If it was any other team but Jerry Jones. Or maybe even the Patriots, but the Patriots would have done the right thing here. Well, I, this is what I don't get. People always say, we're giving them a second chance. Okay, but there are certain jobs that are, are privileged to have. Okay? That's correct. In the NFL. Or let's say uh, even, uh, let's say if he was a teacher, right? If he was a teacher, he would be fired from yes. teaching. Yes, okay? he would be fired. You know why? I don't want that guy around my kids. Yeah. Yes. Because people that are supposed to be kind of like role models or in the public eye are held to a higher standard. And also, you know... Football players get paid a lot, so it's a privilege. Yeah, it's exactly like if he was teaching kids, if he was a, a Sunday school teacher, he would be fired for his job because we don't want to set that example for our kids. Thank God football players are not role models for our kids. Oh, wait. Yeah. That's exactly what they are. Mm-hmm. That's why a guy like Pac-Man Jones does the junk that he did at that uh, club, and he gets kicked out of the league for a while. Yeah. That's why Ray Rice can't get a job right now. That's, well, That's that, why Aaron Hernandez he, is let, in prison. Let's be honest. If Ray Rice... Uh, was still playing like Adrian Peterson. Don't you think he would be on somebody's team? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> he would be playing for your Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Well, to be fair, why haven't they signed Ray Rice? Every other they cut Joseph Randall, which tells you what did Joseph Randall do? Like he had a gun incident, mm-hmm. like a domestic gun incident, and yet Greg Hardy's still on the team. Right. He also, by the way, Jerry Jones. I don't know if you know this, had a domestic gun incident. Right. So, but Joseph, what Joseph Randall does it well, you know, he hasn't uh, been as good. He's not good. I mean, uh, uh, he's worse. Uh, I mean, it happened more recently. Uh, yeah, mm. Yes. I smell some hypocrisy. Uh, but at least, Big you know, D. at least it's paying off. The Cowboys are winning a whole bunch of, oh. <laughs> That's the worst part about it. At least, at least if you're going to do, uh, have shady people on your team, you know, be like the Patriots. At least you, if you're going to have, do two shady things or have shady people on your team, at least win. You better win the Super Bowl. <laughs> so everybody can talk about how many rings Tom Brady has and how many balls got deflated along the way. And nobody's mentioning LeGarrette Blunt. Mm-hmm getting busted and kicked off the Steelers last year. It seems like everybody's already forgotten about that. Yeah. Why? Because the Patriots are undefeated right now. Yeah. If the Patriots were 1-7 and seven right now, like your Detroit Lions, people would be like, those character guys are so poor for the league and the mm-hmm. image of blah, 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 blah. Yeah. No good. No good. But anyway, there's your wrap-up this week. Uh, not much to say. Really, I, I mean, didn't have much to say. Not because a good they were week. Not a great week. Is it? You know? it's, and it's not just because the Chiefs and Lions were on the pot. No, not at all. I mean, look, that doesn't <laughs> it add probably much, didn't help. That doesn't add much to the table, Ray. At least a three win the, and a one win team. It gives us something to talk about at least because at least those those teams are interesting. Oh, I so I look forward to next week when we get to talk about our teams losing again. Yeah, thank you. Wait a minute, sir, sir. We're on the road playing at Green Bay. I'm sure we'll get every opportunity to. Oh God. Well, okay. I would say at least the Chiefs have a shot this week. They're Wait, playing at Denver. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Guys, welcome back to complaining about the NFL. Uh, next week there will be no NFL segment, you guys. <laughs> guys, just wrap it up. Uh, next week, well, we're going to try to get a special guest on the show to talk about NFL. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put it out there right now. You know why? Because that way he'll be shamed into coming, right? He'll be shamed into it. So Neil Gargiulo, if you're out there listening, hey, wait, I thought his name was Neil Gar- Neil Gargulio. Gargulio? Yeah, it was like from Walking Dead. Yes. How awesome is that that they actually they actually <laughs> use that name for a character on The Walking Dead? <laughs> 
How how better is it that I didn't even notice it until I found out like well after the fact <laughs> and I just completely like it was lost on me. Right. Until I saw it in print and I went, Oh Gargulio. That's kind of great though. Good Very job, great. Neil. So we're gonna try to get Neil back in next week to talk about midseason predictions. Uh, I'd say right now, Brent, we did it kind of really good and mm-hmm. kind of crappy. <laughs> Oh yeah, just like any other year. We well, me personally, I nailed a handful of them like that. You guys didn't even see coming, like Carolina, the Arizonas, and then I've got the Miami, Lions and the Chiefs. Miami, Miami uh, looking good. Chiefs, looking Detroit. good right now. Look at see. So you got you got a mixture. You got a yeah. mixture of the good and the bad. You might actually be doing better than me because I, I had Atlanta as one of my big teams. Well, they're still in the playoffs right now. Yeah, I believe, but they're not going to win the. But division. They're sinking fast. They're sinking fast. They look like that Denver team that went six and zero with Josh McDaniels and then immediately went boo straight into the yeah. toilet. Yes. And then, and then, then they had to go to Tebow. Well, to be fair, when you have Josh McDaniels running your team, you're going to go straight in the toilet. But they started good. Started good, but in spite of him. In spite of him. Real quick, one last NFL question I got. Just throw this at you: Bengals, Patriots, Broncos. I know the Broncos just lost a game. Two of those three teams are probably going to be the one and two seed this year. Who you got? Patriots and and uh, Bengals. Do you go Bengals there? Yeah. You do trust in Andy Dalton the second half of the season? Well, Doesn't trust, he just fade? Isn't I that all he does? I trust that his division is kind of terrible right now. Baltimore's is. terrible. Pittsburgh's going to be missing Ben for a couple more weeks and no Le'Veon Bell. How, how about if you're Antonio Brown right now? being Because he blew the F up in that game. Yeah. And then as soon as he's like, finally, I got Ben back. They've got the weight. The, Landry Jones doesn't know my name. Michael Vick can only find people that he knew from like 15 years ago. Antonio Brown's like, I got it, Ben. Boom, boom, boom. Crushing it. I think he had a touchdown catch. He's doing all this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Ben goes down in the fourth. It's like, oh my God, what do I got to do? He's like that kid keep in, on the field. He's like in that movie Shane. Yeah. Movie Shane. Ben, come back, Ben. Ben. Or from Spider-Man. Ben, my uncle Ben. Ben, my uncle Ben. He's making rice. <laughs> he's he's old. Well, if that's not a jumping off point for our NFL segment, <laughs> I don't know what is. So we'll be right back to talk a little bit about more football after three seconds of Bing Crosby. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Brent, your Nebraska Cornhuskers, not dead. Not dead. We thought they were dead. No. We thought our bet was over. Down, but not out. In theory, both our teams could go 7-6 and six this year. Yeah. It's not they going not. to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. They will not. No. Chances are good Nebraska does not make it to a bowl game. Yeah. You uh, got Iowa. Are you playing on the road? Or are you playing at home against Iowa? Let's do this. Yeah. If, if Nebraska beats Rutgers this week, we'll make a bet on whether Nebraska makes a bowl game. How about that? That'll be a fun bet. Sure. All right. I would take Iowa over Nebraska. Undefeated oh, Iowa. Oh, undefeated oh, top 10 oh, Iowa all day. You give me spread, though, right? No. What? I, I'm sorry. Making a bold game. Is there a spread on that? You know, plus three. Makes a bowl game plus three. <laughs> what are you talking what about you right I'm now? I'm saying on the Iowa game, you got to give me a spread. Oh, no, because that's Iowa's not the bet. undefeated. Yeah, they're really good. How are you going to beat Hayden Fry? <laughs> the same way you beat Mark D'Antonio. Okay. Hayden Fry's not their coach. Uh, no, Hayden Fox is. Yeah, Hayden Fox. I think from coach. I'm pretty sure he, he went from Minnesota State. Him and Luther and Dauber. His girlfriend, Christine. Kind of, that was kind of a good show. It was a great show. I kind of like that show. Yeah. Uh, but Brent, talk me through. You're the resident Nebraska Kirk fan. On You're this. going down, Kirk Ferentz. Kirk Ferentz. You're the resident Nebraska fan on the show right now. Hey, we got to get Riley on if, Nebra- if Nebraska goes into that week. Uh, and I was still undefeated. Sorry, Neil. We're getting Riley back for next week's yeah, Nebraska Iowa game preview. Right. Let me try to watch the game with Riley. Let's do it. 
for three seconds. No. Uh, but no, talk me through this. You're doing everything. This is your one moment to shine. This is the one happy moment of Nebraska football. And why are you why are you trying to change the subject? I'm not trying to change the subject. Michigan State, undefeated Sparty, yeah. flukes a victory against Michigan. What was my first thing I said right after that? What's that? They're gonna crap the bed. Oh yeah. Well. Pretty soon after, it took two weeks, but they did it. They found a way to lose to a team well, they, they should found, never have lost to. They found to. a way to give up nearly 500 yards offense to Nebraska, which Nebraska has a good offense, but not. they shouldn't put up that many yards against a... I'm sorry, does Michigan State have like a top 10 defense Thank you. in that's, theory? That's what I'm saying. That's what they've yes. been bragging about forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so your boys, down the entire game, come from behind to No, we weren't down win. the entire game. We were up felt like you were up, down the entire game. We were up uh, until, until right before halftime. And then... Oh, yeah. Okay. So basically, the entire game, you're down. So the first half, we led almost the entire first half. So there were 17 seconds yeah. left. Yeah. You were down more than you were up. That's fair. Okay. So you were down almost the entire, basically 98% of the game you okay, were down. Fine. You build the drama. Really, Trying to build the drama to, for you I here. Guess. Yeah. And then you guys score two touchdowns in like the last three the last minutes, two minutes of the game. Three and a half minutes of the game. Insanity. Yeah. Walk me through as a Nebraska fan what was going on those last couple possessions, and then we'll talk about the controversy afterwards. Okay. Well, first of all, I didn't think there's any controversy. Uh, they they reviewed it, and then the commissioner reviewed it again a couple days later. Huge controversy. Nothing to see here. But talk to me about what it's like as they're getting the momentum. What, at what moment did you actually think you might have a chance to win? I Well, you had to wait until, because Michigan State had a chance to run out the clock, and then when they decided to just like have their quarterback fall down on third down instead of actually trying to run it. Oh, or, that's the new offense. Just yeah. fall down. Uh, then I thought, oh, you're not trying to win the game right now? Okay, you're probably going to lose, because that's what happens. You know what the prevent defense does? Prevents, prevents you, from, you winning. from winning. And also yeah, the prevent offense, apparently. Because Nebraska got the ball with, uh, I think, 55 seconds left at their nine-yard line. Yeah. And so then it was like... And how many timeouts? Zero. Yeah, by the way. <laughs> just, just to rub <laughs> it in, timeouts. Smarty. So, and by the way, uh, maybe there was some controversy on the last play, but you know what happened the play before that? We threw it right to their cornerback, and he dropped it. So, sorry, you want to win the game? Catch the ball. Uh, you have that great defense. Prove it. Yeah. But uh, now let's get to the controversy now. Okay, so... The Nebraska player basically... Goes out of bounds. Goes out of bounds, which he's not allowed was, to do. Was he pushed? Was he touched he, by the other player? He, he was. Okay, was he touched? Was, there yes. was contact. Was he pushed? No. Well, of course he was But he doesn't pushed. have to be pushed. He does have to be no, pushed. No, he doesn't have to be pushed. He just has to be forced out of bounds he by the has, other person moving him. Uh, now, has, if he had just run straight into the guy, it would have been pass interference anyway. Instead of going out of bounds... So we still would have had the ball down at the 15-yard line. It's a little bit different, though, than a game-winning touchdown. I guess, but you know, either way, Sparty's, if he runs into the guy or if he goes out of bounds because the guy's kind of contacting him. I, I would say right now, though. Because um, you know what? If he, does the other thing, if he does what he's supposed to do and just runs into the guy, does he get a call, Nebraska? Does he get that call right? At home, yes. Against, against Michigan State. Michigan State, they don't often give calls, but they gave him a call here anyway. They called him forced out of bounds when all he got bodied out of bounds. He got bodied out. And you never see way, people get bodied, get bodied out of bounds. When you get bodied out of bounds, that's forced. It is with, touching. With someone's body. No, but it's never called. I'm glad that you said we, bodied out of bounds. They got bodied out of bounds. That's that's forced. It was like he, he set up, and then the, guy, his only one way to go was out, out of bounds. Yeah. And he went around him and threw him, and there was... Some contact, but not a lot of contact. Yeah, not a lot of contact. The whole, I, point I of, the whole point of bodying him out of bounds is to force him to go inside right. and, and take him out of his route, right. which is the whole point. He's The Nebraska player then is not allowed to run out of bounds, run back inbounds, despite no, a little are, bit of contact. You actually are allowed to if you're bodied out of bounds. No, you're, it's never called. This is never, ever called, it was called the way it was called here. It was the correct call. It was a bad call. It can was you a actually, great call. Can you even admit Sparty, a little bit no. that you guys got, got away with one no, there? No, not at all. I thought it was a good call. Because once it was called. I would tell you if I thought it was a bad call, Ray. 
I would. Oh, stop it. What, what do I care? Nebraska's four and six. What do you care? This saves your season. It doesn't save our season. It saves your season. You're going to go to the Poulon Weedier Bowl <laughs> or the Shreveport, Louisiana Independence Bowl. You're going to be Bowl. in Iowa now. No, I'm not. Okay, well then, thank you. Well, if you do, though, that bad call saved your season. Okay. When on review, the review was, was he touched? Yes, of course he was touched. Yes, he was touched. But was he touched enough to consider it a force out of bounds? That's weak. You said he was bodied. That's weak. If you body somebody out of bounds, that's, body, that's a penalty. He, uh, here, here's the deal. No, it's not ever called anywhere. What are you talking about? If, was, if that play had happened against you instead of for you, you would be livid right now. I would, but... You would be pissed if that had happened against would, you instead of for you. I would, but just because it was against my team. Not because of the, not the rules. I've seen it called before, Ray. I, but here's the deal, though. If that had happened with two teams, you didn't even care I about it. I mean, look, here's if the that deal. that had happened in Mississippi even, State even after versus that, Rutgers, even you after don't that care. happened, they, they could have intercepted the play before. Even on that same play, the guy just falls down on the ground. Yep. Any football game is full of woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yeah. But sometimes a bad decision like that and also it wasn't, leads to results. It wasn't fourth down. Nebraska still had two more downs to score. Uh, they didn't show us they were going to stop Nebraska at all on that drive. What was really obnoxious, though, was the Michigan State player giving up on the play. Oh, yeah. He just Once he went out of bounds, you he, the, here's the deal, though. The Sparty guy, and the reason why he scored, because the Sparty guy saw the referee throw his hat, which means, okay, out of bounds, not allowed anymore. But why does he just go down to the ground, then? I don't understand. Because he was dumb. He, yeah. thought, he thought the play was over. Well, hey. And he correctly thought play, the play was over. Play the whole play. Look, I, I cheer for Sparty. Of course, I, I like to troll Sparty. Mm-hmm. This is one case where maybe it's just a little bit of karma. Yeah. After, it, I believe somebody broke it down in Michigan State on that punt play that beat Michigan on the final play of the game. They had no less than four fouls not get called on their team on that play. Oh, you never see those get called, Ray. I'm just saying, maybe it was just... You never little... see those get called. Ever. I got three, uh, three Ever. words. Ever. I got three words for Sparty. Sweet, 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 sweet justice. justice. Yeah, and uh, so you, are you going on hey, the you line right now? You got, you're going to beat Iowa, or do could, you do you crap could, the bed to Rutgers? Could, hey, we might. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Speaking of Rutgers, Michigan handled Rutgers 49 to 12 or whatever it was, 14. Who cares? It's almost like Rutgers isn't good. It's almost like Rutgers isn't good or something. <laughs> Who knew? Here's Didn't the they fire their coach in the middle of the season? Um, I believe he is something about nappy headed something. Oh, wait, yeah. that's a different Rutgers that's, story. That's a, <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> Uh, so the other, I mean, here's the deal. Final four goes down. Uh, LSU got beat by Alabama. Mm-hmm. Why are people all on Alabama's jock? They lost to a bad old Miss team. I don't know. Old Miss mean, is bad, and they beat Alabama. Alabama. Why is everybody acting like Alabama can't be beat by anybody? I, I don't know. They've already been beaten by they've somebody. They've already been beat by. Why a team are we beating like, like been, they're unbeatable? They've been beat by a team that's been beat three times now. Yes. <laughs> Why is this not hurting Alabama's cred even a little? I was listening to the radio the other day, and they were saying, like, there's two teams in college football who cannot be beat, and that's Clemson and Alabama. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you smoking? Alabama, of course, can be beat. They were beat. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong? What I mean, like, I know ESPN is in bed with the SEC, so they have to act like SEC's poop don't stink. And now, as long as Clemson remains undefeated, yes, they're going to be the number one team. But is there a chance, Brent, Talk me off the ledge. Is there a chance if Sparty goes down again to Ohio State and Michigan beats Ohio State and Iowa stays undefeated and Michigan plays Iowa in the Big Ten championship game and beats them well, Mm -hmm. is there a chance a two-loss Michigan team can sneak into that Final Four? They'd have to put a Big Ten team in, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they? I'm not sure. I mean, it depends on how everything else goes down, you know? There's all these weird, random, one-loss teams that aren't in great great, division. conferences right now i guess i look for this i say they're, they're, whoever wins the sec has to be in right i mean you lost to utah they're terrible 
Uh, so he only lost like one other and game. And he lost to Michigan State, who lost to Nebraska. Also terrible. Oh, that makes him terrible, so. yes, to be fair. <laughs> but I mean, if you, I mean, if you look at it that way. If you Michigan, look at it that way, they don't Michigan's belong. Michigan's losses. But if you look at the They resume, lost on the last play of the game to Michigan State. Not a bad and loss. And they lost a close game. I mean, it was. On the road in Utah it, when they it, were ranked number five. It wasn't five. as close as the, as the score looked like, but it was one, not a it was blowout. A, it was a one-score game. Yeah. So, I mean, on paper. But will the powers that be give you a shot? You, no. no. Here's what's going to end up happening, though, is Michigan will beat, in my theory, fantasy world, right? Michigan beats Ohio State after Ohio State beats Michigan State, right? Yeah. Michigan beats an undefeated Iowa team in the Big Ten championship game, and Ohio State gets the four slot. Because <laughs> they're only a one-loss team, and people are like, well, they were there last year. Yeah. They proved what they needed to prove. Oh, my gosh. If you want to see me enraged, that would be the exact situation. And mark it down right now, folks. That's going to happen. <laughs> Something like that will happen. Something like that will happen. Michigan will get screwed and, and be left out. But the winner of the Big Ten has to be in the Final Four after the Big Ten won the national championship last year, don't they? You would think You so. would think? I'm just saying if they're going to put a one-loss SEC team in the national championship game without a second thought, Alabama. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I just, I'm just i asking if, questions out loud. It would be great if Alabama lost another game and then see what people come up with then. Oh, oh yeah. Well. well, they still won the SEC. Yeah. And the SEC would would go undefeated against any other conference. Amen. That's why they go five hundred in bowl games every year, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, Such it's because because everyone's motivated against them, Ray. Oh yeah, of course. Like nobody's motivated against Michigan yeah, or Ohio right. State or Nebraska. <laughs> Get the f out of here. <laughs> you know what actually is going to be great when Iowa actually runs the table, wins the Big Ten championship game, goes undefeated, and ends up on the outside looking in in the Final Four. <laughs> But Michigan with two losses would have gotten in. If Iowa goes undefeated, they they have to. Be. They have to be yeah. in. Yeah. If you go undefeated in the Big Ten, they'll have. That means I'll have to go into uh, Nebraska and beat a uh, Nebraska a, team that that beat game that that, 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 de- that destroyed uh, Michigan State. Destroyed. <laughs> you know what that means that Purdue obviously oh, has with that potent offense should be playing for the national championship. Well, I love how the very next week. You know, we showed like just how oh Nebraska just God. played a terrible. It wasn't Purdue playing good, really. It was Nebraska just being terrible because the next week they get shut out, something like thirty-seven nothing or something like. That. After putting fifty-five on Nebraska, yeah, that's ridiculous. You. Bad job, Purdue. Well, you know, and a lot of those things were like Nebraska interception down at the ten-yard line. That was like half of their points. So Nebraska helped them a lot. Well, there, there's our predictions, folks. Uh, we'll be right back. Yeah. We got to talk about some Walking Dead before we get out of here. So we're going to do that after three seconds of Frank Sinatra. You saw me standing alone. And I'm caught up on Walking Dead, folks. All right. I am caught up. I'm ready to go. Hey, Ray. Yeah. Uh, sorry. That's all the time we have tonight. No. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up tonight. I watched three hours of we Walking Dead. We have some contact information to give out. You stop it. You can reach the show at Stitcher Radio. Or <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> no. I did not watch a million. That Morgan episode was so Thank long. you so much for listening. Uh, if you can give us a five-star review on iTunes... That'd really, be great. Really? It really helps us out a lot. This is so, you know, right go now. ahead and do it because we deserve it. This is what we're doing. Right uh, got some people we got to thank. <laughs> Jeremy Buck and the Bang. No, I'm not going to join you in the this. The train wrecks. Oh, got to thank the train wrecks. <laughs> we got- Jordan Monsell. Monsell me some art. That's right. Jordan Monsell sells by Jordan on Facebook. We got to thank our we're intrepid gonna have to do producer, all this again at Dino. The end of the show. Dino. David Noel. Dino. Hey, you're going to look good with that naked baby trophy. Dino. Anybody you want to thank, Ray? Yeah, I'd like to thank Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, you still want to do that? Yes. Well, we're out of time now because I did the I contact information. 
No, we're going to talk about Walking Dead. God okay, darn it. Yeah, yeah. The Morgan episode. It was very impactful. Good night, everybody. God dang it. Why are you playing the music? Why is the music playing? No, stop. Stop the music. What is? What are you doing? Why are you playing the music? Why is David Noel playing the music right now? Because Walking Dead, I watched it already. Last yes, week. I watched it as well. I talked about it on my other podcast. What, you're Walking Brent? Ray Sands Brent. <laughs> Ray Sands Brent. Brent Sands Ray. Riley's and Brent. Brent Sands Ray. So the last episode of Walking, of Dead? Walking Dead, not a lot happened. Yeah. It was all inside the people Not of Alexandria. Happened, so no need to talk about it. Oh, my goodness. You're going to have to drag. Why is the music playing again? What are you doing? Gonna have to drag Sorry, I hit the button next Dino, what are you doing? You're messing up. I'm really mad at you guys right now. Can we talk about The Walking, Walking Dead? Dead? Let's do it. Go ahead. Am I going to? Yes. I feel like you're just going to interrupt me again no, as soon as I'm I start not. talking. I'm not. This is like Charlie Brown and the football. Yeah. Happens every single okay, time. But the third time, she always lets him kick it. Okay, good. So and anyway, that's our show. Pray to God. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> so did you have any long-lasting impressions from the last episode? I like the fact that the survivors in Alexandria lost all hope, and then at the end, they started getting it back again. I like how uh, Morgan was crazy, and then he ran into the guy that made the two-cent stamps from Fargo, the movie Fargo. Yes, he did. Uh, Margie's husband, John Carroll Lynch. I knew I recognized him yeah. from somewhere. He was so good. He was great. How about you going to introduce a character that nobody he was cares also about? The crossdresser on Drew Carey show, Drew Probably. Carey's brother on Drew Carey show. Yeah. How, he can introduce a character, and then within when I first meet that guy, you really don't even care about him, right? And then by the time you're done, you're like, oh, that guy was so great. I cared. I cared a lot. I shed a tear for him when That's it was right. time. But man, that that guy's poor life cycle with the serial killer, the psychopath who broke out of prison just to murder his family. Yeah, and then he essentially tortured him to death in his house. Well, I like how he kept saying, "I've come." I have come to understand that all life is precious. Yeah. So you didn't kill that guy? When I've come to understand, understand all, all life is precious. Oh, by the way, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> and Morgan's just like, didn't answer my question. Didn't answer the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's good to see. It, it makes sense now why Morgan went from being completely lost to the world to being like the coolest G on the planet. You know what I do, Ray? I clear. <laughs> And People, so, anyone in my way, so what? Kill them. What's your name? Kill me. Kill me. What's your name? Kill me. That's a weird name. Yeah. Okay. Kill me. I don't know. Like maybe it's maybe it's like a, a Middle Eastern. Yeah. Kill me. Are you enjoying your oatmeal uh, burgers? <laughs> your oatmeal burgers. Kill me. All, we we don't eat meat anymore because all life is precious. How about the saddest moment of the entire episode came when the goat died? <laughs> uh. I was so depressed when that goat was being eaten by that zombie. I was just like, Tabitha, no! Why? Tabby! At least Tabitha could be happy in this world. No! Why? Yeah. Really meaningful episode. I was actually like feeling something inside me for the first time in eons. Or maybe that was just fallout withdrawal. I'm not sure, everybody. One of those two things was definitely true. Do you like the nod to uh, a little shout out to the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh, because his name was Eastman? His name was Eastman, and he's fighting with a bolo staff, yeah, basically. But so what? They had to have an excuse for Morgan to be fighting with the bolo staff. Yeah, I'm just saying. He didn't just he they had didn't to learn have how to name fight him Eastman. They could have named him Laird. Yeah, it would have been right. totally... That's right. Teenage Mutant. What if his name was like Don? Don. Don A. Don Tello. A. Tello. Yeah. <laughs> or he was part of a magic group, Don and Tello. What's your name? Raphael. Raphael. You don't look like a Raphael. Well, I am. Oh, sorry. Two cents stamp. My name's Eastman. 
two cents, damn. No, that was a fantastic episode of the show. And then they chased, like, to me, maybe the best episode of the season, mm-hmm. right? That episode uh, with Morgan was the best episode. I would episode. say paired up with the one right before it where the wolves attacked the... the that was pretty good, too. Those are, those are both two of the top four episodes in the last couple seasons, I would say. Okay. I would just say that one didn't have as much impact emotionally for me as the Eastman episode did. I guess, but but they how they tried to they did the whole thing where it was like oh nothing going on we're just hanging out oh don't smoke and then all of a sudden and the then dude straight just, dude just comes flying out of the yeah. screen the hills have eyes just all yeah. of a sudden like pa 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 with the machete I mean, on, that was great that. that moment that moment was, was Carol, scary Carol with the you know Assassin's Creed or uh, very cool Watch too. Dogs thing. I take yeah. it all back that episode yeah, you're was right. great it was a great episode it was great yeah you were just wrong and then so they chased two great episodes uh, basically in a row mm-hmm. with hey let's just sit around Alexandra and talk about our feelings. Yeah, there was a lot of character development and plot moving forward. I mean, I think you need a show like that to kind yeah. of bring you down after an emotional show like that. Boy, it hasn't it been a long time since we've seen like uh, we haven't Darryl seen Daryl in forever and, and uh, Abraham. We haven't seen these guys in forever, man. Glenn, we haven't seen Glenn since. Oh, uh, I don't think Glenn's dead, man. I don't think so. I don't either. think so. You know what? I thought maybe there was still a fifty-fifty shot he was dead until I saw them like wiping his name off. Mm-hmm. And uh, the same thing for Nicholas, too, because we now Nicholas, because they wiped his name off the thing. So now I'm pretty well sure that he's also coming. Why are you uh, give me that look? He's coming back because we don't know what happened to. Oh, OK. Nicholas is dead, but I think Glenn is coming back. I think those were Nicholas's guts. What if <laughs> this would be the worst? What if Glenn is dead, but not Nicholas somehow? How would that be possible? <laughs> Nicholas walks in. He's just like, and everybody's just like, someone's behind me. No, that's a zombie. It's a zombie Glenn. <laughs> Kill him. He's behind me. Look, I, I, I turned him into my slave like Michonne did. <gasps> I cut off his arms and his jaw. Here you go. What would they do if he did that? Oh, my God. I, I don't even know. That would, he'd, be, he'd be murdered. He would be murdered. Yeah. What would Maggie do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're saying Glenn's... Be- oh, my God. Kill it with fire. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple ways we can go with this Glenn thing. One, he's just dead. Maybe they find him. Seems unlikely. Like uh, John Snow, you know? He could be alive. Unlikely, but it seems like that's the way it's going. Yeah. Or they go back and they find him as a zombie. Finding him as a zombie and having Maggie have to kill him would be emotional. Yeah. So did it kind of feel like there was a lot of like weird like personal chemistry going on between uh, Aaron and Maggie? Like between, he's, he's trying to get with her. Between like, the gay guy, Aaron, and Maggie? Wait. He, mm, oh, wait. You think that Aaron thinks that she's a guy? Oh, wait. I forgot he was gay. <laughs> he has a knapsack. Oh, I guess I should have known. <laughs> I totally forgot he is that guy, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, crap. Well, here's the deal. I totally thought while watching the episode, like, I think they're about to get it on. I think they're going to get together, and they're going to, even though she's pregnant, and it's a little weird, and he's totally the gay dude, though. Yeah. So that's not going to happen at all, Not going to happen at all. Not even a little bit. You know who is getting together? Who's that? Denise and Tara. How exciting was that? Uh-huh. Like, that was a weird moment, kind of out of left field. No, I called it. I you can ask my wife. I said. I, I said, said you didn't call it to me. No, I. I was like they're about to make out. Boom, make out. Did. And then they just sat next to each other and they're just like, I'm sort of like, what so just that happened? happened? Yeah, and then uh, Tara's just like, what just happened? <laughs> she didn't really know either. And then the back on their plane, lips like sugar, sugar kisses. Lips like sugar. I don't think that's what they were doing. Sugar kisses. I feel like you're lying right now. <laughs> Huh? I mean, I mean, two chicks make it out. Okay, I'm fine with that. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> hey, get yours. But it seemed a little out of place for the moment, didn't it? No. No? You're in the zombie apocalypse. Look, people should be making out all the time because, you know, oil. 
Only once you live. Jeez, why would you? Am even, I right? Why would you call that back again? It was, it, was, it was terrible the first time. Only once you live, Ray. Oh my goodness. So yeah, so they're making out, and then all of a sudden, kind of like Tara's just looking at her, like that was weird, right? Like, <laughs> well, okay. I think there was some tension between them. They're like, okay, now that's done. Yeah. Thank you. Now that I've made out. Now with that we've you. called it out. Now we've called it out. Did you see tension before? Yeah. You 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 actually which have is said, why I predicted they were going to make out right before it happened. Okay, Thank fair you. enough. Oh, you know what? I'll give you the win. I wasn't yeah. there when that happened, yeah. so that felt weird. And to I don't me. believe Tara's. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think Tara's character exists in the comic book. Oh, is that right? Not that I know of. Okay. And how about Deanna? Just not even being the leader anymore. Like, is she getting her groove back? Is Deanna? How's Deanna got her groove back? Oh, she's getting her groove back, dude. Because she was miserable she that whole went episode. Through a whole like a like a transcendent, yeah, life changing. Uh, episode did it kind of remind you of when rick was like out beyond the walls of the prison like yes. looking at ghost Lori? didn't yes. denise kind of have that same far away look mm-hmm. in her eye and now maybe she, maybe she's back again i feel like she's gonna do something she's stupid back and stronger but she might do something stupid i feel like she's gonna do something very reckless in her newfound like comfort did it kind of feel like in that last moment of the episode like near the last episode uh, when she gets at the fence and she starts banging on the fence did it feel like she was about to just open the gates and just let him in yeah and just give up yeah because that's exactly what but i felt like rick was kind of didn't rick kind of do that i thought that when they first got to the the town rick was kind of doing that too wasn't he am i wrong no he was back he was back then but he, i thought he was there was a time when he was like trying to he was basically begging the the zombies to come get him like, uh not 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 at alexandria before that yes absolutely yeah, i'm saying he's before gone through, that he has I'm gone saying through, he went through the same thing so are they so are they trying to just draw parallels between those two characters, or is it just like in this thing, that is one of the things that's going to happen to you. Either you're going to die or you're going to have to have a life-changing revolution where you... You're going to have to Morgan it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway... Kill me! Kill me! So anyway, welcome back to Kill Me and Kill Me Hour. Kill me Seymour. Killing him softly with his stick. Killing him... Ugh. So are we going to talk about Spectre, the new James Bond movie? You said you are going to watch that too. No, we're not. So anyway, we'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Fallout Boy. Before we get out of here, we got to talk about we're L.A. based. So we got to talk about this mm-hmm. whole Kobe Bryant situation with the Lakers. The Lakers are T-rareable uh, this year. Good. I mean, they beat the Nets, but, you know. Congrats. Everybody beats, beat the Nets, beat the, the Nets, step right up and beat the Nets. Kobe did. Also works for the Mets. Beat the Mets, beat the Mets. Fewer people did that this year, though. Mm-hmm. Then we'll beat the Nets this year. <laughs> I know one team that beat them four times. Ooh, yikes. Uh, in any case, uh, yeah, Kobe's decided to take a day off, despite the fact him saying he's going to play all 82 this year. Theoretical coach's decision. Now, after three games of the season of this train wreck of a miserable final uh, crusade, if you will, final campaign, Kobe Bryant had mental health issues, needed to take a day off from practice for mental health three games into the season? That's like one week into the season. And now all of a sudden he's taking days off, what, six days into the season? Seven, seventh game he's taking off? Wouldn't you be depressed if you, you know, were on this team and you knew that your number one pick's not ready to be a number one pick at He was all? the second overall player. Don't tell me he's not ready. He went to Ohio State, and they produce all kinds of great. Oh, no. They don't produce great NBA talent at all. The other guy, Jordan Clarkson, is just a mixture of two American Idol winners, Jordan Sparks sure. and Kelly Clarkson. And thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and Meta World Peace apparently is still alive. Oh, what? I thought he was playing in China this year. Uh, he was missing like Glenn. 
I thought <laughs> I thought Nicholas had shot himself. He fell on top of Meta World Peace, yeah. and we saw Meta World Peace get eaten by zombies. Yes, not. It turns out he's still on the Lakers, apparently. We just dis- literally, I'm not even kidding. We just discovered that before we went on the air today. Look, the Lakers are better than two teams in the West right now. Thank you. And those two teams are? The New Orleans Pelicans, who are 0 6. They should have been better, though. Anthony uh, Davis. Anthony Davis. And Sacramento, who we knew was yeah, They're be. terrible. But Sacramento was supposed to be better than the Lakers. They beat the Lakers, actually. So. Yeah, they are better than the Lakers, so let's not they get... They just played more games. Thank you. <laughs> uh, percentage-wise, folks. And the Lakers are in the middle of a, a four-game, four games left in their road streak. They could come back, like, what, one and nine? One and nine. At the end they're of this... losing right now. They're down by eight. Oh, my goodness. So, well, Kobe's not playing. So what is going through the mind of Kobe Bryant? Is he just a whiny baby at this point? Is he just like, is he only lacing it up just to kind of like play home games this year? Should they even send him on the road if all they're worried about is getting him hurt? Because the the, the thing came up with with sitting Kobe today. Why do you sit Kobe on a one and six, one and nine Lakers team? Kobe. Would you saving him for the playoffs that aren't happening? I I feel like Kobe is is in a no-win situation now because he wanted to come back so he could say I left on my own terms. But then he blew out his knee. In right. his final campaign. Right. So he came saying, back for another final campaign. Right. And then he came back again, wanting to go out on his own terms. And now they're terrible. And now he, has, he can't, like, quit in the middle of the season. They right? were terrible last year. I mean, they haven't been good for a few years Right. Now. I know. I understand. But, like, he if he quits right now, then he gets all well, sorts no. of grief. You made your bed. Lie in it. Yeah. Kobe. Yeah. Take your last season. But, now, <laughs> but he, you know, he's a competitor. He doesn't like being on these teams. Like, and this is third straight year. I would say right now it's as sporting as Kobe is ever going to get. How sporting the- of Kobe that after 20 years of NBA greatness, he wants to do one last tour and let everybody beat his butt the, the worst- <laughs> before he gets out the door. Very nice, Kobe. Well done, sporting. <laughs> The worst part about it is, you know, he's going to. Uh, here's what will happen: he won't get injured at all this season. <laughs> he'll he'll be actually forced, have to. He'll play. be forced to play the whole season, and then he'll take a jetpack. Yeah, like Michael Jackson did at that concert from South America. He'll jetpack out of Staples Center right on the very final game, game eighty-two, psh, through the rafters, flies back home to Palos Verdes. Now, here's the question: if he doesn't get the ending he wants this year. Does he go somewhere else where he thinks he can win another can't. title? He can't. If you're Kobe Bryant, you can't go. The whole point of Kobe's whole deal is one team, 20 years. But he's competitive, though, too. So he might just be but like, he's you not, know what? He's not good enough to anymore. Yeah, but what, what if he goes to, like, Golden State where he can come off the bench or something but win another you title? you think Kobe's going to let go to a team that even, even a championship team? I don't team, know. I'm asking that he's going to be the backup? I'm asking the question. No, I don't think so. Kobe would never do that. If he was no, if so he got, if if he he really want, got if a he starter's really job? A, if he really wanted another ring, that's what he would do. Yes, but he doesn't. He doesn't want that at all. He, he wants, wants attention. Yeah. All Kobe wants is to make his, what, $40 million this year, whatever he's getting paid, yeah. some astronomical, undeserved amount. This is thank you money. This is Derek Jeter in his final season money, right? Yeah. This is thank you money for time well spent. Um, he wants all the attention. He wants people to be like Kobe. Here's our last chance to see Kobe. Let's sell Kobe going away merchandise. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. But nobody gives a crap about Kobe anymore because he's irrelevant. Yeah. His team is irrelevant. Well, I think a lot of Laker fans even would kind of hope. What right Laker now fans? That, that They're all gone. They kind of hope that he would go away so they could because they're not going to be able to get any big free agents until he leaves. No, because they've had two. Greg Monroe went to the Milwaukee Bucks instead of the L.A. Lakers when he where he was supposed to land. If you can't get my Pistons, Greg Monroe, and he goes to go play for better pastures in Milwaukee than the L.A. Lakers, there's a problem. You have to admit there's a problem. You know where all the Lakers fans are this year, though? L.A. Kings games. That's where all the Lakers fans are. The real games at Staples Center. So, bad job. 
bad job all around. Kobe, you should be embarrassed. You should have hung it up last year, just like Steve Smith should have hung it up last year. Yeah. This whole one more campaign, I, I'm, I'm going to go on the record. I think Kobe does still get injured this year. I think Kobe fakes an injury. Do you think he gets injured, or do you think he gets... Injured. Yeah, exactly. Air quotes injured. I think he gets air quotes injured. Sorry, guys, can't do it. Have fun. He didn't care last year. Yeah. He's not. He does. He's, you think Kobe's interested in making Russell a better player? Do you think Kobe's interested in saving Byron Scott's job? Do you think Kobe cares about anybody but Kobe at the end of the day? He's going to eat his twenty-five million just like he should have given it all back last year. Should have given it all back this year and retired so that way he wouldn't be on the hook. No, he doesn't care. Yeah. He wants to get paid, get attention, and do what's right for Kobe. Right. And I'm sorry, how was that different than the other 19 seasons Kobe Bryant's played in the NBA? Well, they were good some of those seasons. Oh, I'm sorry. They had good players around him, and he could actually still play. Right. Bad job, Kobe. That's all I'm trying to say. I've been a Kobe hater. I don't know if you can tell that for a long time. Can't tell. <laughs> Can't tell. It's a lot of pent up. But Kobe, Kobe will never be thought of like Tim Duncan or Michael Jordan. His whole thing was he wanted to be thought of as Michael Jordan, right? The way he, he conducted himself, he acted in interviews. He was going to be Michael Jordan. He's not yeah. Michael Jordan. Not even close. Yep. So bad job, Kobe. Bye. The NBA will not miss you when you're gone. The NBA has forgotten about you for three years. Hmm. Sorry. Hashtag real talk. Yeah. Got to get it Western out. This, Mark. Here's the deal. It's my last chance to talk about Kobe Bryant when anybody even pretends Kobe. to care anymore. So Kobe. And I do still yell Kobe every time I go to throw a, a waste paper uh, in the basket. Kobe. Kobe. Thank you, Dave Chappelle. In any case, that's the real end of the show, Brent. Do we need to do contact information since you already gave it away? No. Do we need to do the entire routine right no. now? No. Good night, everybody. See ya. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. What you wanted And then you run and you flaunt it I've got something to won a gold glove Oh my god, we totally forgot to mention that Yeah He didn't even win a gold glove for the Mets He won it for the He won for the Tigers For the Tigers He played 102 games for the Tigers this year I guess So I mean, he would deserve it Joanna Cespedes are wins they, a gold wait, glove are He's they, not good in the outfield No the last time I saw him, he was paying Alcides Escobar's line drive into a into a into left field. the park home run. Well, he felt better, more comfortable in left field. He's trying to take it to right. left field so he'd be a better player. No, there. you know what he told. You know what when they said we're you know you, we're going to try in center field in game one of the World Series. You know what he said to his coach? I am a center fielder. That's what he says. Clearly, yeah, clearly, <laughs> clearly you are. Well, uh, do we clearly have... the first ball that comes to you, you pay lay it into left field into an inside the park home run. What do you think? Thank we, t- you. we ran out of show though. But we, uh, do you think we can like wedge us in like another segment or something like that? Do you think we should even put this part in the show at all? Nah.